day 26. Welcome back to the Windows and Mirrors podcast. I'm John. And I'm Keith. And remember, this is a podcast where we're trying to show you that the Bible is more like a window than it is a mirror. We come to it to look through it and see God. We don't come to it primarily uh, to look at it and see ourselves. All right. Leviticus chapter yeah. 9 through 12. Yeah, I think yeah. it's starting to heat up a bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, Leviticus 9. Um, <clears throat> bro, so we talked about <clears throat> in 1 through 7, these different offerings that right. God is like, yo, these are the offerings y'all perform. Eight, the priests get ordained, right? right? They had an ordination service. Right. And nine is like the installation. They actually start functioning right. as God commanded them to. And here in nine, you're going to have those first seven um, offerings yeah. being performed for the priests. Right. So it happens, all the offerings come, and then at the very end of nine, you see this fire yep. come down and strike the sacrifice. Right. And that is God's way of saying like, yo, I actually approve of this sacrificial system as a means for people not to just be reconciled back to me, but to encounter me and experience my presence. Right. So at the end of yep. Exodus and at the start of the book, right, we can remember the presence of the Lord came down. Yeah. At the start of the book, it said, and God called out to Moses from the tent of meeting, yeah, yeah. gives the instructions after they do all this, Moses and Aaron go into the tent of meeting. Mm-hmm. They enter, yeah, and not only do they go in, but they come out alive, <laughs> giving news to the people, right? Yeah, yeah, fire comes down, and it ex- uh, God accepts their sacrifice. And we do see that, yeah, what you said, atonement and sacrifice is how sinful people find their way into the presence of a holy God. Mm-hmm. Once again, right, on his terms, yeah. not ours, yeah. right? Their entrance is important, but so is their exit. In 923, uh, the the people, as a result of Moses and Aaron starting to come out, they receive this rich blessing the Lord had accepted. They shout joyfully and they worship. They had approached God on his terms and they received the blessing that comes from obedience. Mm. Chapter 10 Mm. is the same lesson, Mm. but put in a mirror. Right when yeah. you look at yourself in the mirror, you see yeah. you, but you see the flip side of you, and that's what chapter through ten is. Uh, yeah. the same the same exact language is used for the fire not coming down on a sacrifice, but coming down on Nadab and Abihu. Now the interesting thing is, bro, is that those are are Aaron's sons, right? And God has said, "Yo, Aaron, your sons are the only cats that's supposed to do this, right? Even them." Yep. They were consumed by the fire. What does this teach us? That God is still holy. Right. <laughs> right. God has invited you into his presence, but he is a consuming fire, Hebrews would say. Right. And the text doesn't say what happened. It yeah. just says they offered, you know, the CSB would say unauthorized fire. Right. Uh, this is where people get the language of strange fire. Right. Don't approach God in a way he hasn't called us to approach him. Yeah. And that's one of the things that I think this text is trying to bring out is that the presence of God can bring about joy. Right. But he also can bring about judgment. Yeah. And we have to be mindful that it's a both and with yeah. God. He is not only just a loving, uh, you know, fuzzy kind of <laughs> being. He is also holy and he has a wrath and if we don't approach him in the way, in the means he's prescribed for us, like if we don't bring this sacrifice to him or come to him through sacrifice, we will become the sacrifice. Right. Yep. Yeah. So Moses and Aaron, they go in and nine and they come out. Yeah, that's good. Nadab and Abihu in 10, they go in, but they're carried out. 
Mm. Right. Mm. And so it's not this sense of joy at the end. It's this, um, yeah, this like sobriety. Yeah. And then at the end of 10, uh, Moses kind of has beef with mm. uh, Aaron and his sons because he's like, yo, why ain't y'all eat the part of the sin offering that y'all were supposed to eat? Mm. Aaron, 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 Aaron's like, oh, because I thought that we was unclean and we this. And he's like, no, I sent your other two sons to carry out your dead son so that your clean, or, or your cleanness would be preserved. Mm-hmm. But then Moses does something interesting, right? Even though Aaron didn't necessarily follow the letter to the T, Moses seems to say, no, no, wait a minute. But I, th- I feel like you were trying to honor God's word here. Mm. And then he goes into lessons and instructions on, all right, here's what it means to be clean and unclean. And that's what we see here in the rest of the part that he's really going to spell it out so that there mm. is no confusion moving forward. Yeah, I was about to say, so yeah. like in nine, it was like cats obviously wasn't paying attention to what right. they're supposed to do right. in the presence of God. And Moses is going to be like, all right, listen, this is how, listen, bro, check I, me out. <laughs> I, hey, yo, hey, y'all come, come and gather. Y'all come all right, look, 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 this is what's clean and this is what's not. Yep, unclean and, uh, the, the, uh, clean and unclean and the common and the holy. And so 11 is going to transition the book into what is called the holiness code. Right. Now, 8 through 10 was about the priests. 11 uh, through, I think, 15 is, yeah. a, is the holiness code. And the thing that um, is the book is trying to say is that there's difference between clean and unclean things. And the, the main thing that, that it's trying to say is that um, if you were unclean, you were unfit to come into the presence of God. Right. And uncleanness was associated with death and chaos. Right. Cleanness was associated with life and order. Right. And so God is going to even get into these details. He's going to be like, hey, bro, y'all can't eat none of this stuff. Right. 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 right? And it seems arbitrary or right. meaningless. Like, why yeah. would God say they can't eat all these random foods? Yeah. But the thing you see is come that on. these foods, these animals... That he tells them they can't eat have mixed features. Yeah. So he's going to talk about land animals, sea animals, and sky animals. Right. And any animal that has feet, that it's a, there may be a sky animal but has land features or a land animal that has sea features, yeah. he says you can't eat. Yeah. Right? Because they have mixed features. Why does God say this? Because God does not hear this. God does not just want to change what we do, but how we think. Right. right? Yep. He wants to change us on the fun, fundamental, intuitive level. And the point is this. I don't want you to mix with these unclean Gentiles right. when you go into the land. Right. So therefore, even when you eat, I'm trying to reinforce this principle. Yeah. Right. Rituals they, have a way of reinforcing yeah. things. Right. And this is not God saying right. some animals are universally bad or dirty. Right. So no. Even as he brings this up, it's the same way that he brings it up in the creation account. Mm -hmm. Land animals, sea animals, creatures that crawl. And we remember in that God made it and God said, yo, yo, all of these are good. Mm -hmm. So it's not God saying that these are bad. It's God saying, no, there's something I'm trying to teach you. And not just about your ethnic distinction, but your spiritual distinction. Y'all are my people. Mm -hmm. I don't want your spiritual devotion to me to be defiled. So even in the way that you eat, I want you to be reminded of something that I'm trying to teach you. Yeah, maybe I wasn't clear. It's not just I don't want y'all to mix with other people. It's what I don't want y'all to mix y'all beliefs with their their beliefs. And 
y'all are supposed to be holy and right. set apart. So mm-hmm. even in how you eat, you're going to be set apart right. as well. Because y'all are supposed to reflect me, verse 45, right. be holy as I am holy. Mm. Now, the thing that's crazy is in the New Testament, when Paul says, hey, the Gentiles are in. Right. You know what he abolishes? The food yeah. laws. Right, right, right. <laughs> right. Just to show that, no, 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 This these food laws had a purpose. Yeah. And now that that purpose has been, uh, that the two peoples have been united in Christ in one body, right. those food laws are done. Yeah. yeah. Amen. And so it's, it's, it's super dope there. Uh, Leviticus 12, last part, he talks about more unclean stuff. Right. Women being unclean after childbirth. Um, and he goes into detail about that. But uh, one of the things we haven't pointed out as much, bro, is... The provision God makes for the for poor. For the poor. Verse 8. Verse 8. Yeah. So he's like, yo, you're supposed to offer the sacrifice after you're unclean. Yeah. And if you don't have the goat, just bring two turtles. If you ain't got it. Yeah. I got come you. Come on. Yeah. I, I got, got you. Yeah. And the thing is, it's been this way. We haven't pointed out, but it's right. been this way in all the offerings. He'll right. say, yo, bring the goat. All right, if you ain't got the goat, we'll bring the bird. Well, if you can bring it, right? It's, it's yeah. over and over and over. God is going to have this uh, dissension of a value of things that you can bring right. if you can't afford the means. Yeah. And the crazy thing is. In Luke, in when Luke. it talks about the offerings yep. that they bring for the Lord Jesus. Yes. His parents don't bring rams or goats. Mm-mm. They bring two turtle doves. Mm. Right. Yeah. It's showing that it's like, oh, this provision that God made for the poor yeah. was in one way a provision that as his son, right, Paul's going to say this as well, right? Jesus had all riches, but for our Mm -hmm. sake, he became poor, right? Not just that he gave his life on the cross, but he lived his life as one that, yeah, didn't go to school with the latest. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Jordan's like, he, he, he knows what it's like to live an entire life on the margins, not just the end of his life yeah god cares about all peoples especially those on the margins and he even shows that in a book as tedious as leviticus amen and i think we should as well yeah god we thank you for um the subtle and the not so subtle things that you place in your word father we pray that those truths would jump out from us that we would be reminded that uh your blessing, Lord, comes through obedience. We thank you for the obedience of your perfect son, Father. We thank you for the way that you've made provision for all types of people to come to you. I pray that we wouldn't show partiality in how we uh, share your truth, your goodness. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen.